As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quickly before the episode gets started to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor has been such a big help in creating this podcast and is really the reason that you're listening to this episode on the platform that you are, which is super cool. So if you want to learn more about Anchor, just head to anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app on your phone. All right, well that is all, so let's just get into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Banks, one of my best, best friends, and I'm so excited. Welcome. She is on Zoom, so this is a little different. We're not together, but welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, today, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about like how Sarah and I met, and then kind of dive in because Sarah is getting married. We're going to dive into some wedding stuff, so I'm really excited. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, but just some background on Sarah and I, so we met in college freshman year first day. Yeah. Like the first day, um, we were put into like a, what would you even call it for? It was like a freshman orientation class and it specific to our major and concentration. No, just our major. Right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, not our concentration. Cause I had, cause you were PR first, right? Yeah. I went in as PR. Yeah. So yeah, we were in this like orientation class. That's a good way of explaining it. Yeah. Um, and it's only for like a little bit, it's like the first semester only. So you get like acclimated with everything and you get to like meet people in your major and like figure things out. So then, yeah, Sarah and I met that way. And I don't know, it was just like, do you want to tell the story? (laughs) So the first like two days we had to like eat lunch together. We're basically treated like we were in kindergarten, like walked around everywhere, went to lunch, sat together, whole thing. And I was sitting at the same table as Elena and, you know, it was a group of us talking. I just kept thinking, I was like, man, I really want to be her friend. Like there, it was her and one other girl who like seemed like the most normal, not normal, but most like people that would be like ones I'd be friends with at the table. And so I was like, all right, got to make this happen. <laughs> so Elena and the other girl got up to use the bathroom. And I was like, this is my opportunity. <laughs> I was like, can I come with you? And literally followed them to the bathroom. <laughs> and that's how it all happened. 
See, it worked. I took a chance. We became best friends. You got to be bold. You know, there are just times in life where you need to be bold and put on your big girl pants and follow people to the bathroom. And that's what you did. That's exactly what happened. And it worked out. We had great conversation, I guess. I remember you saying like, are you guys going to the bathroom? And we're like, yeah. And you're like, can I come? I have to go to And we're like, sure. (laughs) Like a free country. You can come. (laughs) And then we just like ended up talking in the bathroom. And, and then like after that, she just like, we all just hung out. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It just worked out after that. I love that you said like, um, normal, but actually not normal. You were like, you changed it. You're like, well, not normal, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah. And then we, we got really close. So then like we lived in the same dorm freshman year and then we got really close when we started a radio show together. Um, so we like had to hang out basically every week. Like we just like didn't have a choice but to hang out. And so we got super close. Um, and our radio show, we started school in August. We started our show in what, October. So like really pretty early on, mm-hmm. like end of September, early October. So since like the very beginning, we were doing that. Yeah, that's so weird to think about. So we had that every week and it was so much fun. And it was just like an opportunity to hang out with each other. And yeah, we just got close that way. And then the other girl in the story is Nicole. And she's like, we're like a little trio. So um, we'll have her on too. It'll be fun. But yeah. And then I don't know. The rest is history. Basically Um, it started as just being around like class friends and radio friends and then forever friends. And now I'm in your wedding. (laughs) Yeah, that's so great. Of honor, <laughs> you know. Whoop, whoop. So I guess we can just like get into the wedding stuff, the fun stuff now. You and Jake, I love. We gotta shout out Jake Burns. Love him. You guys met in college too. So do you want to give like a little background on who Jake is and stuff? Sure. Okay, so Jake, my fiance, he went to Hampton Sydney, which is like 15 minutes away from Longwood, and both of us did Young Life. So. I had done that in high school. And so as soon as I came to college, I got involved with it. And um, yeah, I did Young Life College, led for a very short amount of time for high school kids and then whatever. So those were like the community of people that were, a lot of my friends were in that group. A lot of, most of Jake's friends in college were in that group. And so I think it was like the third or fourth day at school, there was a cookout of Hampton, Sydney. And we realized that was the first time we ever met each other. I don't remember Jake, <laughs> but That's we so had to have been there at the same time, and we've always been around each other in the same, like, group of people throughout college, but it was, he's a year older, so his senior year, no, okay, his junior year, my sophomore year, I shadowed his team when I was getting ready to leave, and, um, which meant that I went to meetings with him, and, like, I saw him multiple times a week during that month or however long process, and I just thought he was so funny and so attractive. And um, so then we started like texting. He'd laugh at like all my jokes, which no one ever laughs at my jokes. So like, yeah, I, I know he must. Jokes. I laugh at your jokes. <laughs> well, you also laugh at Jake's jokes. You're like the only person. <laughs> True. Um, and so, yeah, so then that was towards the end of the school year. So over the summer, we started texting, no, Snapchatting all the time like nonstop, which turned into texting. And then by the time we got back to school, um, I'd moved into a new house. So I'd have him come over to like help put up the blinds in my bedroom. And then, you know, to thank him for being so helpful, I'd make him like a blueberry cobbler tea to my house. Like just trying to get him in my, in my circle. <laughs> a blueberry um, cobbler. That's the best thing I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> so like a month into school, we started dating and 
two and a half years later, we got engaged. Amazing. It's so funny that you say like when you guys were Snapchatting and texting, I remember you like talking about him and I like didn't know who he was, but you were just like so giddy about it. And I was like, wait, what? This is like different. Cause like you would talk about guys to me and stuff, but like this one, it just seemed so different. It was, it's so crazy. Yeah. It freaked me out at first because it was so different. Like everything about our relationship was just like different than anything else had been. Um, like it scared me cause I knew so early on that he was the one that I wanted to marry. Like I remember him and I actually like talking about it six months in. That's so like super, and I knew obviously way before that, before I ever mentioned it to him. So I don't know. It was really cool. And it definitely like changed the way I like thought about our relationship and stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's so crazy. So how many years have you guys been dating before you got engaged? So we dated for two and a half years before we got in, well, a little over two years because when we get married in September, it'll be almost three years. Okay. But I've known him for, what is it? Five years? I don't know. Yeah. That's cool. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we should talk about your engagement story and like how it happened because I have a perspective, but clearly, I mean, to your proposal, like it was your engagement. So you have a perspective too. Um, but Jake was so cute about it. He texted, um, me and our friend, Nicole, um, I screenshotted the text. Actually, I'll send it to you if you want to see it, but it was like, Hey guys, like I'm going to propose to like Miss Sarah Banks or something. He said it like so proper like that. And we were, I screenshotted it. I was like, Oh my God, it's the moment. So I screenshotted it like out of reflex. Um, but it was so cute. Yeah. How he was about it. And then we're like, okay, like what's your plan? Like we will help you. Um, what do you need? Blah, blah, blah. So we were like going over everything and he was like, yeah, I haven't really gotten that far. Um, like what did you guys have in mind? And we're like, okay, (laughs) let me break it down. Um, and so we like tried to help him out with like getting a photographer and we would send him all these links and he was like trying to like make it the best for you, which was really cute. Um, and we were like so excited for it to happen, but you can tell your side, obviously. Cause it's your- <laughs> well, so like I said, I knew really early on that I wanted to get engaged and marry him. So, um, me, my side of this started like seven months in. Maybe. You were waiting. You were like, make it happen. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a timeline. I knew what I wanted. Um, yeah. So this poor boy has been pressured to get married for well over a year. <laughs> uh, no. So basically I had told him I wanted music at the engagement in some way, shape or form. I really wanted a photographer. and then anything other than that, I really didn't care. I feel like the photographer is just like every girl needs a photographer because I feel like you black out one. Yes. And then two, it's just like, you just want those photos. You like want to see your reaction and you want to see the moment, you know? No, the blackout thing is so true. I literally remember after we got engaged, like sitting in the car and I looked at him and I was like, did I ever say yes? Oh my God. <laughs> I could not remember. He's like, of course you did. Um, okay. But how the day went was so I knew it was coming. Oh, I'd also told him I wanted my hair done and my nails done. Um, and by the time that he was getting ready to propose, it was, I mean, like a daily conversation. 
of me being like, what's it happening? Are you going to do it? Oh my God. And then we were at the barbershop getting Jake's haircut and he was showing me something on his phone, but also like texting his friends about it. And so I found out the date because a text popped up, which was perfect. I didn't care because I didn't know how it was happening, but I knew the date. So I was like, cool. I can go get my hair done. I can have my nails done and buy an outfit. Like perfect. We know the day. So, um, the day before I got my nails done, everything already. He told me that for breakfast the next morning, he wanted to make apple turnovers. And I was a little confused. I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. We can do that. So I didn't really like get why or like what I was thinking, but, um, so we went, got the ingredients early that morning, like 7 a.m., made these apple turnovers, and then got all ready, got my engagement outfit on. Oh, he gave me flowers that morning as we ate breakfast. Oh. So that was super sweet. And, like, by that point, any doubt that, like, maybe he had changed the date or something, I was like, okay, no, like, it's 100%. It's happening today. So I was super, super excited. We got dressed and then went to lunch. We went to Boathouse, which is where we had, I think it was – I think it was our one month anniversary where he took me there. And that was like our first really nice date night. And it's this super, super pretty restaurant that's in Richmond. It overlooks the water. We went there and had like a nice lunch and Jake was super nervous. He could barely eat and it was super cute. (laughs) And um, of course he's denying anything's happening. He's just referring to today as a day date. I was like, okay, hmm. After lunch, we went for a walk on the water, and oh, I forgot a part. So after breakfast, or as we were making it, he told me that the reason he wanted to make them was our first date when we went apple picking at Carter's Mountain, and also because one of like the things we had made together, we like to cook together, and one of the first things we made was apple turnovers. For lunch, he took us to Boathouse because of the one-month thing, and so then we start after lunch going on a walk just around the water where the restaurant is. And he tells me, like, this is because he asked me to be his girlfriend at Twin Lakes. And so it was, like, to just symbolize, you know, the water and everything. So I just, every time he would tell me why we were doing something, I'd start, like, bawling. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's so cute. He's, like, recreating, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's so cute. I absolutely loved it. So then before we get to the next part of the story, I had been over at Nicole's house before I got engaged, like, a little while before. And I knew he was, like, thinking of proposing or whatever, and um, Nicole had let it slip that the one thing that that you all had plans was lights. So to me, I took that to mean Christmas lights or whatever, those twinkly lights. So I was like, okay, I'm getting engaged at night. And so back to the day I'm getting engaged, we'd finished our walk, and it's, like, three, four in the afternoon. And he's like, okay, well, it's time to get in the car. We're going to the next place. So because I thought we were getting engaged at night, I had absolutely no idea. I thought this was just the next step in the day. Um, and we start driving. I start to recognize where we're going. And it's, he's just taking me to this beautiful overlook in Richmond that he had taken me to around Christmas time, like a year or two earlier. And I thought it was just the most romantic, most beautiful place ever. We get there and get out of the car. And then this wave of calm comes over him. He'd been so nervous the whole day. It becomes super calm. So then I'm like, oh, God, I get nervous. I'm panicked. Like, what's about to happen? Oh no. And there are these girls sitting on a bench and then there's like, I look. um, And so they're staring at us, which I was like, I don't, that's weird. A blanket with candles around it. And I was like, huh, I wonder who that's for. 
because I'm not getting engaged right now. Like it's daylight. You're getting married or you're getting proposed to at night. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but then he grabs my hand and we start walking towards it. I'm like, oh, I think this might be for me. And the people who are staring at us, I was like, oh my gosh, are they the photographer? Nope. I hear clicking coming from like the bushes. And I was like, oh my God, it's about to happen. The music starts playing and he takes me over. Um, so we're on this grassy area right in front of this beautiful overlook over the city of Richmond, like all the lights and it's so pretty. And yeah, he like gives a little spiel, gets down on one knee, proposes. And of course I said, yes, the photographer comes out of the woodworks and we do like an hour long photo shoot after. And it was literally just the sweetest day ever. And like the photos were beautiful. I feel like everything went like perfectly. Like what a day. So well. Uh, he did such a good job. I mean, especially given how long I had been thinking about this day and like, you know, I say planning it, but things that I had wanted to happen or how yeah. I expected the day to be. And like, I had high hopes, <laughs> not going to lie. He most certainly surpassed every one of them. Yeah. I, mean, I think, um, yeah, you have, I mean, I think and every girl to an extent has like expectations a little bit in their head of like what they want and like yes. Pinterest boards, which luckily I don't know if I told you this, but like we had kind of had an, a, an idea of like what Jake was going to do. And like, it was a few days leading up. And then Nicole stumbled upon your Pinterest board of like engagement. And then she was like, Jake, if this is any, you know, like confirmation that like, this is going to be okay. Like, here you go. We, you're basically doing exactly what she wanted. And we could see like all the pictures and like the twinkle lights and everything. It was like, okay, this is going to be good. She'll love it. Like it was like affirmation we all needed, you know? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, so what were we were so happy that like it worked out. I remember you FaceTimed me and I think I like was like tearing up a little bit. Um, yeah. I was like so excited for you guys. So what a cute day. It was, it was the awesome. cutest day. He did so good. Love that boy. <laughs> we love Jake Burns. Um, so then like all the fun stuff gets to happen after this, right? Like you get to plan your wedding now. Um, so what... I guess like, so you don't have a planner. You're kind of just like, you're doing it basically on your own, right? Other than like the coordinator at your venue. But yeah, the coordinator at my venue, she, um, she sends me like checklists every now and then. I mean, it's stuff I'm already doing anyways. We have meetings. We had one over Zoom. And then we, when we first met with her um, a, a while back, we talked about some things, but basically she just asked a few questions and I give her everything I've done already. Okay. So what were your kind of like first steps as soon as you got engaged? Well, like I said, I've been planning this day for a while. So I was ready. Um, I think like a day or two, maybe, I think it might've been the next day, like the day after we got engaged, I had Jake and I sit down and we made our guest list of everyone wanted. I decided 150 people was probably like a good number that we could like fit in everyone we needed, but like, it wouldn't be too big. And then one thing I decided that, um, apparently not everyone does is I literally just split the numbers down the middle. So gave gave each of us 75, which I highly recommend people do. I don't know why more people don't do that, but it saved from any like conflict over guest lists. Like it was the easiest thing in the world for us to pick who we wanted at the wedding. Cause I had my people, he had his, it, it was just what it was. It was super simple. Yeah, yeah. that's actually really smart. 
Yeah. So that was fun. We did that. And then we started looking at venues was the next thing we did. I decided I didn't want to pick a date first. A lot of people, that's like the first thing they do is they choose a date. I knew I wanted September, but I didn't care what actual week it was. And so that allowed me to have more flexibility with the venue that I wanted to pick. So I picked a venue, wanted to be in Farmville. That didn't get to happen. It was, we had one, but it didn't work out, which honestly happened for the best. Um, I got super discouraged and stopped planning for a while. And Jake actually like took over, found our venue for us. We went and toured it. It was in Roanoke which was a little farther than I wanted. So I really like when we, I went in being like, this has to be perfect or we're not getting married here. Like there's no reason to, well, it was absolutely perfect. And I signed a contract that day. Wow. <laughs> and so then after that, everything was just like picking the small vendors, the little details, bridesmaids, dresses. I got my wedding dress super early on. Um, yeah, just. Yeah. And with your wedding dress, we have to touch on this because I, I mean, like, we all watch Say Yes to the Dress and we all see these brides that like go through like 50 dresses or they get into Kleinfeld and they're like, I've, I have already tried on a hundred dresses and this is my, you know, fifth bridal store and I'm really struggling. And if I don't find my dress today, you know, like those brides. Right. So I was like, not anticipating you trying on like a thousand dresses that day. But like when we went, I was like, we'll probably be here for like, you know, all day, probably like a few hours. Um, I think it was like, what, the fifth dress you tried on? You're like, yeah, this is it. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Well, part of it also, I kind of always thought I'd be there longer too. And you probably would have been there longer, but they only give you an hour, which I didn't really realize was a thing that you had a time limit. Oh, really? They only have, really? Yeah. I had, when I was trying on what I wanted to try the dress on a second time, she was like, I mean, I can see if my boss will let me do it, but like your session's over. So like, yeah, that's the only, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So you only really have time to try on like five dresses. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. But I did know it was funny because I had ahead of time. They asked when you make your appointment, they ask you to like go online, find all the dresses that you like on the website and let them know so they can have them pulled and ready for you. Well, I did that and tried on all those dresses and some were cute but some were terrible. Like I didn't even come out in a couple of them. Yeah. They just were not the ones, but the dress that I ended up picking the day that we had gone to the salon, um, to get to look at the dresses, we got to look at their little, I don't know. What what would you call that? The rack, like in the lobby. Yeah. They're a little like storefront, I guess. Yeah. And I had picked up this dress and it has like these like flower appliques on it. And I was like, are these, can we take these off? They said we could. And I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely trying this dress on. And of course that's the dress that I ended up picking. Yeah. What didn't I, even go there for it. <laughs> you pulled, you literally like pulled it out of the, yeah, of the like thousands in the front of the store, like randomly. And then that's what you picked. That's so crazy. Yeah. And it's gonna, it's so, it's so pretty. I can't wait for people to like see it and like your photos and stuff. It's gorgeous. And I like that other one that, so you were like kind of between two, you're between that one. And then like another one that was like trendy and I mean, it was like cute, but it like, it wasn't you. And we were all like, are you going to like this in two years? Like it was that trendy. We were like worried that like right now it might be cute, but you know, yeah. looking back at pictures, I'm so glad I didn't pick it. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, I mean, pretty, but like, I don't love it. Whereas the dress I picked every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, that that's the one I want. <laughs> yeah. So, so freaking pretty. So I'm so excited. Um, 
Yeah. So that was like kind of easy, I guess, for you. I feel like when I, I'm so indecisive and maybe it's different when you like put it on and you like get that feeling like everyone talks about, like you just know maybe that'll happen. But I'm like, I'm such an indecisive person. Like I pray for everybody that's going to go there with me because I'm going to be a mess. And I just like always need people's opinions. (sighs) Yeah, no, definitely. I think that was another good thing was people had given me the advice to not invite a lot of people. And so I had you, uh, my mom and grandma, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think that was perfect. Yeah. Like any more people, I probably would have gotten stressed, especially if they had like, if one person had said the other dress instead of the one I picked, I would have been completely torn. Right. Yeah. I think that was definitely like a good decision on your part. And I remember your mom and I looking at each other and saying like, when you were like getting changed for the like a next dress, we were like, well, we don't want to say, cause it's not our day either. So like, we want to help you and we want to give our opinion, but we don't want to like overstep and like say too much to then make you like conflicted. So we were like, okay, just like say a few things. And then like, you know, we were just like trying to teach ourselves to like not say too much. And then your grandma was just so sweet. And like, she, ba- she didn't say anything until you're like, hello, what do you think? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's just like, you know what? It's your day. We don't want to like be too much. And they were just like so sweet about it. So yeah, they we were. don't, we were like really trying not to be that entourage. That's like, you know, what you see on yeah. say yes to dress. That's all I can think of is like those crazy people. Which I definitely appreciated. Yeah. We were <laughs> like, that kind really of, be so stressful. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine. No, honestly, that's people that do that just make me mad. It's like, it's not about you, you yeah. know? Unless it's something absolutely terrible. I mean, I came out in that one dress that was like mermaidy, and everyone was like, mm, "I don't think this one's the dress." I remember like giving you a look, but I wouldn't say anything, and you were just like, "You don't like it," and I was like, Mm-mm. "You're like, all right, let's go," and I was like, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Say it," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, um, it's not for you, yeah." But all the dresses were like pretty, and you just like looked so great in all of them that it was like so hard. But then when you put that, the one you picked on, it was like you have to pick it. Well, and I think a lot of the coloring on most of the dresses just didn't really go with my skin tone. Like I would have needed tan. I don't know. Or like they blended in like it was like the exact same color. And so some of them looked like I just had the appliques on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember one had like dark mesh. So it just like looked wrong. And we were like, well, maybe if you could a spray tan and you were like, yeah, but like still. Yeah. So it'd be like five shades darker with a spray tan for that to have looked good yeah it was really dark so yeah you picked a good one can't wait for people to like actually see it and you wear oh and for jake to see it so are you guys gonna do like um i can't remember what you said because i first look yeah are you gonna are you just gonna do the initial walk down the aisle i thought it would be funny for one of jake's groomsmen to come out in my dress and do the first look but he said no to that like to having a first look. Oh, okay. So my fun. Um, so it, the first time he sees me when I come down the aisle. Okay. Yeah. I, I had an opinion about like, at least for me, like if I would want to do that or not. And like kind of my thoughts on the first look. And I was like, the first look kind of ruins the initial like spark when you're walking down the aisle, but a lot of people's mentality. And I kind of like can see it now is like the first look isn't really about like the first look. It's about like that like moment that you two have just yourselves yeah. like nobody in your wedding is there for that moment and it's like a moment that you guys get to have because basically the rest of the day is like, like it's about you but you're just like surrounded by all these people so it's like the one time you're alone which like I can see now but before I was like what like that's not tradition like that's not you know yeah 
but no, I, I definitely see, see both sides. Yeah, I can see both sides for sure. And that's like, I think you probably will still have like butterflies either way, you know? Yeah. You're like in your wedding dress looking at your future husband. Like it's gonna be cute either either way you do it. Honestly, I feel like even though all those people are there, I doubt I'll even think about that. Yeah. You know? It'll probably be like I'm just looking at him. Tunnel the- vision. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and um, he said the most likely chance for him to cry at our wedding is if the first time he sees me is when I walk down the aisle. So that is exactly what I will be doing. <laughs> Guaranteed you are walking down. There's no first look then. That's exactly not what we're not going to do. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you think, are you, I think you, you'll cry. You think you'll cry? Oh, I will ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that. I think I'll probably cry. No, I'm gonna have my the flowers wipe the my tears with my flowers. It's gonna be bad. Um, I'm so excited for that. One of the hardest parts about planning this wedding has been finding a song for our first dance. We could not agree on anything. Yeah, like I can't even tell you how many songs we've played. But last night we were looking at songs for when we um, recess back down the aisle, and one of them was "Forever and Ever Amen." by some country artist I can't think of who it is but like an older one and so we listened we're like oh my gosh that's so good but what if we slowed it down and so we found covers of it slowed down the most perfect wedding song I cried he like immediately was like yes we can do this song both of our moms cried when they heard it I'm so excited so wait is that still gonna be the is that your first dance song now yeah first dance song oh my god that's so exciting yeah so we finally have that which is awesome (laughs) yeah that's probably so tough I have like a few songs this is I'm not anywhere close to getting married but um I have a few songs in mind but it's like yeah you both have to like feel it you both have to like love it it has to feel right you know there's so much like pressure on it especially like being a bride I love it I feel it I felt all the emotions of the song and then he I played for him he's like nah just no don't want it. Eh. I was at the point where I was like, I'm not asking you anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to pick one. <laughs> what about you? It's about me. It's just my ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there like a lot of song? I guess there's like, there's definitely a ton of stuff that I feel like most people don't think of. Like say they get engaged and they're like, okay, well now time to plan a wedding. And there's a lot of things that you don't necessarily think of like little things. And I think one oh, yeah. of them is like all the music that you have to like play. So it's like, what are you going to play when you walk down the aisle? What are you going to play when you leave? Like, what are you going to play when you, like, are you going to like enter the reception? Like, is there going to be music playing then? Like, oh my God, I'm getting stressed. There's so much. Yeah. My ceremony alone has four songs. Your so. ceremony? Yeah. So the song, the processional song, we are doing like the tying of the knot um, in the ceremony as like a little piece thing. So we're having a song during that. And then we're, we're probably going to do this thing where we do like a blending of the wines instead of um, like a unity candle. So you have two different oh. wines and your families pour them. So we'll probably do that. And so those two things will be one song. And then we're going to take communion, which will be another song. And then the song we leave, like the ceremony to that song. It's so many. And then there's so many for the rest of the wedding. Yeah, that's so much to think about. Well, at least you have your first dance song down. It's done. We have the processional and that. So two out of four done. (laughs) Okay. We're halfway there. So are there any traditions that you guys are going to do and not do? Okay. Yes. So we are going to do the bouquet toss. 
the garter toss was a um, point of conversation. I thought it would be really fun to do, mostly because, again, I wanted to put one of, like, his groomsmen or something in my place. But <laughs> Wait, why? How would he would know, right? Blindfold him. Oh, okay, okay. Thought it'd be hilarious. That would be great. For me. Um, <laughs> he turned that one down, so instead he's going to throw, like, a cigar or okay. something like that. And then we're going to do the shoe game. Oh, fun. Yeah. And then we're still going to do like the cutting of the cake, which apparently a lot of weddings I've been to haven't done, which I was surprised. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I, I feel like we have to come up with some sort of prank for Jake. I know. Like you're not getting what you want into your day. And like, well, you know what, Nicole and I will make it happen. How about that? We'll just yeah. like, we're going to brainstorm and we're going to prank Jake Burns. <laughs> oh, I already scared him. You did. Also, he's probably going to listen to it. So this podcast, so we can't say too much. I won't say, yeah, but I will. I'm going to brainstorm and Jake's not going to, well, I guess he will see something coming, but he doesn't know what. Just keep him on edge all day. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm so excited though. Like I can't even express to you and we're trying to play in your bachelorette and like, oh, I just have to say like, how lucky do you feel that your wedding is not this summer? There was some serious times when I thought about pushing the wedding up to June or sooner no I guess not sooner but like June or July I am so thankful that that didn't happen because now the only thing we're worried about is if there's like a resurgence of coronavirus so as long as it doesn't come back we're good but I just feel so bad for everyone who had to cancel not cancel but postpone their wedding or do like a virtual wedding yeah you plan so long for this day and you want it to be so perfect and then to have it be like, it's not even like it's just rain or something. Like, your entire day has changed. Every yeah. aspect. I just can't even imagine. Well, and I've seen, like, videos and stuff on Facebook of people that, like, you know, they'll get, the bride and groom will get dressed up, they'll go to the church or, like, stand outside the church and then, like, people drive by in their cars and they honk. It's like, that's not a wedding. That's not what you, you know, like, have planned your whole, like, it just sucks. And I think a lot of people are just like canceling, they're postponing and it's like, they've worked so hard and it's so much work clearly. Mm -hmm. Like you just explained how much you have to like think about and do. And it's like to postpone or people are just getting married in like the court and they're not, you know, like even having a party or maybe they just postpone the party. I don't know. But I just feel, I feel bad for all the brides right now because that's just terrible. And like pregnant people too, but like people getting married, is just like, Yeah, it's so different. I mean, I was even seeing one state had these booths in a parking lot where someone behind plexiglass who worked for the county was officiating your wedding. You had to wear masks and stand in front of the plexiglass. You would do your vows and then sign the legal document. And that was your wedding. No one could attend. You literally have to kiss with your masks on. That's terrible. Right? Like that's, that would... Ooh, never be an option. I would just at that point just not have it. Oh, 100%. Like, I would never let that be my wedding story. No. And I can kind of see when people just like, they'll get married the day of their wedding and oh, but yeah. they won't have the actual wedding and then they postpone that part and like they can celebrate like probably in the fall or like next year or something to like get dressed up and like do the whole thing. But even that's probably then, what I would do. Yeah. But even then, I feel like that's just it's a lot of work, all the logistics, shifting everything around again. And like everything that went into it now is just, I don't know, so stressful. So, so glad you're having your wedding in September. Woo. Yay. Yay for fall weddings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And fall, fall and spring. Like that's probably when I want my wedding. 
Yeah. Which do you think you want more, fall or spring? I don't know. I feel like spring's a little unpredictable because, like, especially, like, right now, it's, like, rainy every day. Well, I don't even know if I want mine inside, outside. I don't know what I want. I'm so indecisive, Sarah. Like, I don't know. Super excited for food tastings. That'll be fun. Oh, my gosh. Did you know you have to pay for a food tasting? I always thought, I always looked forward to that when I got married, that you would get all these tastings, the cake, the food, the alcohol, everything, and it would be free. Well, I don't know why I thought that. Everyone charges a lot of money for it. My cake tasting is like $30 to try a piece of cake. Well, I guess you could try multiple, but still. $30 per person? I don't, I don't know. It was either per couple or per person. But regardless, that was like a lot of money for cake. Yeah. <laughs> you could buy a whole cake for that. You thought you were going to go into these establishments just eating free food? Yes, I did. That sucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then like your food tasting is so expensive. Yeah. So I where are you not- getting your food? Are you, oh yeah. Your food's coming from your, your venue, right? They make- Yeah. So my venue is someone's like private residence kind of that they have turned into a wedding venue. And then on the property is um, this like catering building and like the catering company basically owns the venue. So we'll use them for all the food and drinks and all that stuff. That's exciting though. Well, yeah, that does suck that you have to pay, but then you get to, then just like really make the most of it. Like eat everything that they give you on your plate. No kidding. And also we had limited, limited all of our things. They said we could pick like one or two more than what we're going to get. So like if we are going to have three sides at the wedding, we could try like four or five to narrow mm-hmm. it down. But we only picked three unless we were choosing between something. I'm about to go back in there and add five to every oh, single yeah. Because why not? Get your money's worth. For sure. So what is on your list like still that you have to do in pre- like in preparation for September? I need to get Jake to tell the guys um, where to rent their tuxes from, their suits from, and the color. It's going to be blue. I'm excited for that. Um, I need to get their ties. I need to do, like, the little gifts and everything. Um, Try all the food. Order a cake. Mm. Question about your cake. Are you going to do, like, because I feel like the – multiple tiers is going out of style I feel like a lot of not going out of style but I feel like a lot of people like stopped caring about it so people just get like one tier and like call it a day what are you doing are you doing the whole shebang no um so I think the reason they're going out of style is they are crazy expensive wedding cakes are like five dollars on average or at least the ones I've looked at five dollars a slice so when you have like a hundred and some people Uh (laughs) get really expensive so we're doing like a really small cake we're actually going to get it in richmond from shindigs and so kidding me yeah i'm super excited so we're gonna get a small cake from them that we're using to cut but then i've also talked with our um catering company to see what desserts they offer so we might do just a few assorted desserts from them as well i know jake really wants donuts so we'll have donuts um and then maybe like macaroons or something like that I don't know we haven't decided Ooh, pies nice. so it'll be like a little assortment of all kinds of different dessert oh that's good yeah I think that's like what a lot of people have ended up doing is they just get the cake for like the cake cutting and then there's just like dessert for people yeah I mean and honestly from all the weddings that I worked back for my internship a lot of wedding cakes don't taste good like for what you pay for them it is not worth it in my opinion and also just, like, they can be so specific to, like, the bride or the groom and, like, what they like, and it's probably not always what you like. 
and then they spend all the money for people to eat it and no one's going to eat it. Like, yeah, might as well just like give a few options, do a little dessert bar. That's what like, I think a lot of people have been doing lately. Smart. It's a smart decision. I think it's smart. And I just think it's more fun. You get a variety and I think it looks pretty in pictures. Yeah. True, true, true. Oh, so exciting. So then is that about it that you have to do? I think so. That's all of the major stuff. Um, we still have to do everything for the rehearsal dinner and yeah, figure out the rehearsal. But I mean, most of the big stuff, all my vendors are picked and most of the big stuff is done. So now it's just going to be the smaller things like deciding how I want to do the layout for the reception tent. And I had already picked the um, tablecloths and all that, but now I'm thinking again, and I think I'm going to change everything. So just going through and redoing like all of that stuff that, now. I feel like you said that last time. I'm going to change it. I don't like it anymore. I know it's bad. I feel like I'll change it at least three times before the wedding. It's okay. You have time. Do you feel like it's flying by right now? Or do you feel like, like it's never going to come? Both. I mean, obviously during coronavirus, every day feels like an eternity. Fair. So in that way, it feels like it's taking forever to get here. But then when I look back at like how long it's been and how many days I have left till the wedding, I feel like it's flying by. I have like, I think today's a hundred and let me see. I think it's 130 days till my wedding, 129 days. But more importantly, 108 days until your bachelorette party. <laughs> hey, that's so exciting. I I'm so wait. excited. Hopefully. Yeah. And like, I think everything will be back to normal by, by then, by August. So I hope so. We'll be good to go. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that is about it. Thanks for giving all the tips and tricks on planning a wedding. Yeah. Thank you for having me. A little professional, the event planner professional we have, Sarah Banks. (laughs) That's how I should have introduced you. Um, yeah, it's been fun, and I'm so excited for your wedding and for your bachelorette, of course. Excited Aww. for it all. And um, we'll we'll come up with a prank um, for Jake. Don't worry, Jake, if you're listening. Um, keep your eyes open. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I don't know what we'll come up with, but it'll be great. I'm all sure. right, well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. As things change, Other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery.
Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. 